The Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Beck Dental Care, Columbia Academy, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, The Rock Place, and Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Their trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact them today at 931-381-2663 or visit mtbj.net. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. I'm Chris Yow, joined, as always, by Mo Patton, J.P. Plant. Got an email yesterday. Uh, actually, first, let's say this. TWSAA has released a new <laughs> logo, a new logo for the Blue Cross Bowl, and it's a pretty sweet little logo. It's sharp. I, I don't know who designed Proud this, of them. but... but kudos to whoever did this is um we just retweeted it a little bit ago from um five star preps kudos to um jesse smithy over there in knoxville but um yeah i'd buy a stocking cap with that on it hopefully they'll be giving them out in cookville so i don't have to be nice but um but yeah i'd buy that it's pretty solid yeah definitely and and the two-tone blue well that's the blue cross yeah um yeah, you wouldn't expect it to be Thing. like red and gold or anything like right. that. Right. Yeah. You? Yeah. Yeah. Um, got an email yesterday that ESPN has canceled all multi-team events for basketball, and that came down last week. But uh, I, you know, was a little late to that party. I was I was a little busy last week, especially on Friday. A little busy this week. So, uh, anyway, lots of different, you know, basketball season is going to look a lot different. Football season has looked a lot different. Uh, the There have just been a number of changes throughout. You know what? If anybody's ever going to walk in this studio when they're bearing peanut butter cookies... This is the best time to do it. That's the only time that, that you should you should walk in if our studio. If you're going to walk during, into the during, studio in the middle of a live broadcast, you better, better have be bearing food. Yeah. <laughs> These are world-famous chicken man cookies. Peanut butter cookies. We might start calling him Peanut Butter Man <laughs> if, if we don't watch out. But uh, but yeah, so college athletics overall has looked different uh, in 2020, and especially at the lower than Power Five level. One of friend of the show, mm-hmm. Matt Wilson, Gulf South Conference Commissioner, is joining us now, and he's going to tell us a little bit about how things have been different and are changing in the Gulf South and around that conference and the lower tier divisions. Yeah, Matt. Um, Matt's a Columbia Central graduate and really happy to be able to bring him on. Matt, does it feel like, you know, when you were a kid and, and everybody else got to go out and play and you were grounded because you hadn't done something you were supposed to do or you did something you weren't supposed to do? What's this last few weeks, months been like for y'all? It does. It's it's been crazy. It, it really surreal is is what I use a lot. Is uh, it's just felt surreal every, and and everything changes so quickly. So the NCA medical guidance has driven a lot of the conversations we've been having, uh, whether to play, not play, how to play, 
Um, but, you know, last Saturday we had our cross-country championship. So that's the one of two sports we're playing this fall. We're playing cross-country and we're playing men's and women's golf. And uh, for about three hours, other than being behind a mask the whole time, it felt a little bit like a normal fall Saturday should in conference administration. But now we're right back to trying to figure out how on earth are we going to play a basketball game this year? You know, um, I guess it's fairly easy to socially distance in golf and cross country. Yeah, they, they don't have any problems. And, and the key is that the testing guidance from the NCA is so drastically different for golf you only test symptomatic individuals. And for cross-country, they did what they called surveillance testing, which is 25 to 50% of the team every two weeks. So those are manageable for our schools. What we would have had to done for football is test at least once weekly with the most expensive um, brand of testing, which is the PCR uh, test for those that are in the weeds on that sort of thing. And that was going to be at the time when you're looking at August or September between the cost and the availability, just going to be a really big hurdle for us to participate in this year. So it, that guidance and that testing that's associated with it uh, is both a blessing and a curse for being part of the NCA right now. So million dollar question at this point, is that going to be any easier for football after Christmas? I don't think so uh, as far as e easy, but I think that there's a chance that it's more manageable. So uh, I guess a, a little maybe maybe yes with an asterisk uh, that one, the testing costs are coming down, which is good. And the availability of testing is going up. And third, I think everybody has finally wrapped their mind around that if you want to play NCAA athletics, this is the cost of admission right now. So you're going to have to find the resources and find a way, or you're going to have to choose not to play, which some have already. There's a lot of Division three conferences and institutions that are not going to play basketball now. Um, I think you heard Bethune-Cookman maybe was the most notable Division one that I don't think is going to play basketball in spring sports. So uh, there are people having to make those hard decisions. And that, I would imagine that is a hard decision. I mean, um, are you seeing or are you concerned – that any of your Gulf South institutions may be leaning in that direction? Absolutely. Yeah, the, the, the financial pressure and the resources. So for Division II, it, it sets up a little differently. We're not um, in a position where we have large media contracts. We're not making a lot of money because our games are on uh, ESPN or ESPN Plus or Fox or any of that. Where our institutions see financial benefit from their athletic programs are through donations and through uh, enrollment. So if you have 36 total scholarships for your football team, yet you carry 110, that's a lot of people paying a lot of tuition and, and meal plans and dorms and things like that. So that's where we see a lot of it. So our schools are in a weird spot right now where we didn't participate. We're seeing most of our student athletes return to campus, but will they continue to do that, particularly as uh, schools have broad virtual um, programming opportunities for academics as well. So uh, the schools are in a, in a, in a interesting spot where they've got to balance what works best and being good stewards of their resources on campus broadly and then in athletics specifically. Visiting with Matt Wilson, commissioner of the Gulf South Conference. Matt, what, uh, what have you seen from or, or heard from your member institutions as far as the athletics and athletes are concerned, are the athletes and coaches telling you that, you know, it's, we really want to play whatever it takes or. Yeah, we do see a lot of that. Our athletes 
And, and the cross country and golf has been a great example. They've done exactly what we've asked them to do, whether it's uh, masking during warmups or in their team areas and, and how they manage their weight room time and their training periods. The student athletes uh, are willing to take on um, what's requested of them to compete. Uh, the, the work for us is to try to put them in a position where we can still do that uh, and be responsible both legally, risk management-wise, public health-wise, uh, and competition-wise. There's really four key considerations as we make every decision, and they don't align. That's and You all have been around long enough to know that there's tension between the four of them. They don't align. So trying to find uh, alignment among 13 member institutions in four different categories uh, that don't necessarily align, that, that's been the biggest challenge for us over the last seven months or so. Have state and local, I guess, guidelines also been a challenge for you guys to mesh up? Those have actually been a little easier to hit uh, in the communities where those leaders have led. Uh, and, you know, not it's election day and we're not I'm not into political commentary, but where those people have led uh, those state and local leaders have led well it's been actually made it easier on our member institutions because they have clear guidance to point to where they haven't or where there's been giving really, really broad discretion. So I'll use Florida as an example. The University of West Florida is in our conference down in Pensacola, down in the panhandle. The governor there has basically thrown the doors open on competition venues and things like that. And it's made it a bigger challenge for them. But uh, the university system over in Georgia at Valdosta State and West Georgia, for those folks, it's made it a little bit easier because they've been a uh, systematic and uh, measured approach as far as how many people do we let in, how many screenings are we going to do, which facilities are open. So where people have led well, it's made it a little easier, Chris. And I, that may sound counterintuitive, but it's, it's been helpful for our members to have that clear direction, even if we don't necessarily agree with it. So right now, Matt, what are y'all's return dates specifically for football and basketball? So uh, football is conducting spring practice in the fall is basically what's happening for football. Uh, our board meets again today, and then we have another couple meetings between now and Christmas. I anticipate that we'll have a firm competition announcement for football uh, before the Christmas holiday. Basketball, they start their 20-hour practice periods on Monday, so we've, uh, we've approved that. Uh, we have a tentative start date of December 10th for our basketball competition. Uh, the challenge for our coaches is we don't know for sure what the uh, the schedule is going to look like. We've got one out there, but uh, new information we've received from Indianapolis as far as NCA guidance comes is is uh, giving us pause and having us reevaluate what the format of that schedule looks like. So tentatively, Mo, it's uh, November 9th for some practice for basketball and December uh, after final exams for uh, competition in basketball. Football's still a little bit to be determined. Matt, here's here's the question because we discussed, we being the TSSAA, or it was discussed amongst high schools, the possibility of pushing football to a spring competitive schedule and – I don't know. It it just my first thought was how are you going to play the 2021 football season in the spring, and then you're going to play the 2020 uh, 22 football season in the fall. I mean, how does that work for y'all? What's gonna are they both going to be modified or? I think what you will most likely see from us is that we're going to give broad institutional discretion on how many games you play, and that there may not be an official GSC 
uh, competition in football this academic year. So institutions would have the choice to play. Think about how Austin P attacked this the fall, right? right? They picked up just a few games here and there that met for what their institution was trying to achieve. I think you might anticipate something similar for us in the spring and then us go full barrel in the fall. One of the differences for the Gulf South and other Division Two is, is we legitimately are – expectation is national championship title game appearances that's that's just the expectation of gsc football we've had and well earned appearances in five the last five years and the history goes back much further we've got the last two national champions so as our folks were evaluating that they wanted to make sure to your point i think the question behind your question is how do we make sure we're ready to win a national championship in uh, december of 21 well that didn't look like playing seven or eight games in the fall or in the spring rather that makes a lot of sense. I think, you know, we've seen that the FCS is planning on playing their playoff in the, in spring. the spring. Is Division Two not playing a playoff in the spring? That's correct. So Division Two took a different model. Division Two gotcha. decided that if fifty percent or fewer of uh, institutions were not competing in the season of competition, so football in the fall, for example, if fifty percent or fewer chose not to play, there would be no Division Two championship that academic year. So that's where we're at in the fall. All fall championships have been canceled in Division Twos and Three. That makes a lot of sense, and and I think that's a that's a positive. It's been uh, you know it, it's been a, a wild year. And the last time that we talked with you was, uh, we had no idea what was coming. Did you? Did, has this kind of stayed on course of what you were expecting as going into the fall? Chris, I don't think so. I think <laughs> I, my, the only person I know that sees around corners in our industry is Greg Sankey. So I wish I could pick his brain a lot more, even though we're just down the street from each other. He's about the only one that sees around corners. He's the smartest guy in the room and sees things before they happen. I'm not that smart. I'm just trying to make it day to day right now with, with folks. And uh, just as a anecdote there, uh, when we can't chose not to play soccer and volleyball and football, this will show you how clueless I have been on the thing. I thought that was going to be the hardest decision we'd have to make. And I was going to take a big, deep breath and I was going to uh, be able to take a day off. Every decision since then has been harder. It feels like because it just creates another vacuum of decisions and, and things that people don't know and have not ever done before. So it, it just continues in a, in a whirlpool. So I, I'm excited for us to get basketball competition started. Uh, we know that there'll be some disruptions and interruptions based on testing and positives and quarantines we suspect, but I'm anxious to get that going because then we're back into making decisions we're familiar with, right? Competition decisions and, and things like that. Right now we're all in uncharted territory. So it, it's been really, it's been really tough. And I don't think I saw this coming back in June when we were talking about it, we were, we were our biggest concern was, what if I only have five officials because a couple of them get sick? And then all of a sudden in about four weeks, I was like, you know what? We're not going to play a single football game this year, are we? Uh, so it's been crazy. <laughs> you know, you mentioned Greg Sankey being right around the corner. What is the relationship? I'm just curious. What is the relationship between you all? How, how, how open is he to you picking his brain and that kind of thing? He's been very generous. I've been very judicious in trying to determine when to do that. But he's been very generous. Where our partnerships actually are a little better is in the officiating world. Yeah. His his coordinators have been 
Uh, and it's to their benefit and our benefit, right? They want to train up some people. We want to get access to some training. So our officiating programs have some overlap where we have some things, but uh, they've let us use their facilities for some meetings. I've been down to visit with him a couple of times. He, he's been real generous with his time, but uh, you know, he's a lot more, he's a lot closer to Richard Goodell in his job duties than he is Matt Wilson. I can tell you that. There you go. Matt Wilson, Gulf South Conference Commissioner. Matt, thanks so much for joining us today. Hey, thanks, Chris. Also, uh, you know, I don't need a stocking cap, but I'll take peanut butter cookies or a signed print from the Hall of Famer whenever I can get that. Yes. Keep it coming. Keep it coming. All right. Hey, congrats, Mo. Well deserved. Thank you, Matt. I appreciate it, man. Good talking to you. Hey, I appreciate y'all giving me the time. All right. Matt Wilson, Gulf South Commissioner and Columbia Central grad. Yep. Appreciate his time here on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day. When we return, it is Top 5 Tuesday. We're going to take our top five actors and our favorite movies from said actors on the other side of this break. We'll be right back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. <laughs> 